Hi sir and welcome to uh, Read of the Week. This is the first Read of the Week of 2021. <laughs> Hi uh, Ahmed, uh, thank you very much and uh, Happy New Year to you. Uh, thank you sir, Happy New Year to you too. How how has your New Year started? Yeah, the New Year has been pretty uh, good, uh, especially from the point of view of uh, reading. Uh, I, I kind of uh, tied up some of the books that I could not complete uh, in the, in the fag end of December, and then uh, I picked up uh, a new book uh, uh, on on January the first, uh, which of course uh, you know is a very long one and uh, very absorbing. It's very difficult to put that book down. I'm going to talk about those two books first. Uh, uh, I would like to hear from you. What have you got uh, for yeah. this episode? So uh, uh, I have an interesting backstory of how I found this book. And right. also, uh, there's a connection with the new year. So what happened was, uh, I was conducting one of these interviews. Uh, I had been to the office recently. Right. And uh, there was a, uh, you know how newsroom works. Everywhere there is sound and right. you don't know. Uh, so I was I'm finding missing a quiet... it, sadly, yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah. mm. I wanted to find a quiet place to record you know, this interview. So what I did right. was, I went up to our library. And as you know, library is always, you know, the hush place, the quietest place. And uh, even there, uh, since everybody, uh, few uh, people came and, you know, they saw each other after a long time. And there was a bit of uh, commotion there too. So yeah. what I did was I moved from my chair and I went towards a very fag end of the library, the, uh, the, the extreme end. Right. And there, while I was uh, conducting the interview, my just my hands just went around the books and it stopped to one book. I thought the book called me, and then I, when I picked it up, it was uh, Padmavat, the epic love story, and uh, right. of Malik Mohammed Jaisi. And it's been uh, and in this book, uh, Purushottam Agarwal has uh, given like a detailed explanation of what the story is, what are its uh, uh, implications how is how did the story build about jaisi and so many other things so right. it is sort of this book about love just called me and i and i feel that the new year is going to be very exciting and as i turned uh, towards this book right it gave me a new insight and um, if you see the dates, right, uh, two years ago, that is in 2018, uh, this there was this whole commotion and there was whole uh, sort of a violent situation in uh, 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 North India, especially in Rajasthan, where, you know, uh, Padmavat was set to release and people were agitating. There was a certain group of, uh, 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 certain group which was agitating against this, the release of the film, saying that it um, gives a bad name to uh, their ancestors and the Queen Padmavati uh, itself. Right. Uh, so there was this whole, and at that time, this is a two-year-old book. So, so okay. at that time, uh, uh, Purushottam Agarwal wrote an article in one of these um, media houses, and it was widely received about his critical analysis of Padmavat. And then uh, this book basically has uh, Devdak Patnaik's uh, illustrations. Okay. Uh, so it it all makes together a wonderful read. And coming to the story itself, right, when when I read, the, when initially, you know, for those who don't know what Padmavat is, uh, okay. like I am, like I was one right. of them. And 
it seemed to be a story of you know a medieval uh, setting where you have these two uh, uh, a couple a king and a queen the queen is quite beautiful and uh, the delhi sultan at that time is quite smitten by her beauty and he wants to possess her he comes and captures uh, the the uh, the fort of chitor uh, and then uh, the end, and it ends up in uh, you know the queen taking her life uh, committing sati mm. but when you read the actual padmavat as uh, 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 prashtam agarwal tells us mm-hmm. it's nothing close it's absolutely nothing close of course the crux of the story is that okay she committed sati but the events leading to it you know the the actual the way jayasi has described love you know uh, mm-hmm. it's it's mind boggling that you know a man in uh, Uh, a, uh, a medieval times uh, and purushottam agarwal rightly calls it early modern india but mm. takes inspiration from various sources that it that it be mahabharat or ramayan uh, the stories from there using them as you know uh, hyperboles in his uh, uh, composition taking some spiritual elements from uh, islamic belief system mm. using them in his as a sort of a synchronistic you know uh, composition is beautiful to read i mean yeah. if you go about the story uh, there's always this uh, debate that did padmavati exist or not so apparently purushottam agarwal says that uh, in olden uh, days in medieval times uh, people or kings or princes uh, if they are uh, if they want to find a perfect like an epitome of woman is mm-hmm. called a padmini mm. yeah so okay. and these sort of women this uh, epitome of you know womanhood uh, you know the beauty the the art the skill of being a woman and all these uh, uh, the one who possesses it is always found in this uh, island simhal which is uh, which is away from the indian subcontinent uh, and as usual you know it's separated by seven seas and uh, you know the the usual yeah, the seven seas the seven mountains and stuff like that yeah, yeah. the hyperbole around it so yeah. the story goes like this that uh, there's this, uh, there's a parrot there is there are gods and there are goddesses wishing the couple and this so much of excitement it's truly an epic but then uh, the 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 genius of uh, jayasi comes in in this part is that a part of the story is imaginary that is to say that there are these creatures there are these magic there is miracles and there's talking parrots uh, talking birds uh, right. you know and so many other things and and he juxtaposes this in a sort of a historical context saying that there is also alauddin khilji there is the delhi sultanate so he just mm-hmm. mixes all these imaginary uh, narrative into you know historical narrative and what i think it's you should see padmavat as an epic it shouldn't shouldn't see that as a retelling of history right. is that is is the essence that i get from the book and another thing is that jaisi was uh, affected by smallpox the smallpox led for him to uh, be blind from uh, his left eye and his left ear so he okay. very beautifully describes love that my my lover uh, spoke to me on the right side and his effect was such that i lost the senses of my left oh that's beautiful that's so, wonderful mm. 
this is sort of a very interesting love story and he and basically he contrasts uh, for him padmavati is the central theme so uh, she has a very uh, what do you call uh, changing effect on people like uh, her description changes the way ratan sen or the king of chittor perceives her and the love mm-hmm. between them and he's ready to sacrifice himself you know just to be with her so it is mm-hmm. an ode to love that is what the story is about and and it's fantastic i i i really enjoyed reading it so what what is the conclusion because uh, most of us uh, would like to put mm-hmm. the controversies to rest right so we would like to know if uh, if the book kind of uh, uh, permanently puts to rest the 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 controversies especially uh, uh, you know the the sense that uh, you know she had been uh, you know someone tried to conquer her and mm-hmm. failed in his attempt and she kind of ended her life in a very tragic way and thereby becomes the epitome mm-hmm. of uh, a virtuous indian woman woman so see that that's the thing so he, he uh, you know we talk about uh, in this book if you see of course we can't talk about feminism and stuff like that because in in those days it it didn't exist but in this book also he describes basically for him the hero and heroine are padmavati and ratan sen so ratan sen is loves padmavati to such an extent that he's also ready to uh, be a sati mm. for her okay okay so sati is generally you associate with a woman right you if she and if husband ends her life you she uh, jumps in the funeral pyre but here also there's yeah. this love shared between these two allow think hilji is just uh, you know uh, just an instrument you know jaisi uses him as a instrument basically like the instrument of tragedy basically that is yeah it. so the, the moment he comes in uh, uh, the the kind of the almost uh, yeah. perfect life sort of shatters and then uh, yeah but uh, sort of know, it, the whole thing downwards. changes and yeah. the the thing is that the movie shows that you know uh, ratan sen was killed by uh, see other thing another thing about the singh padmavati is beautiful she is skilled so naturally there will be many people vying for her it's not just alaudin right so there, there are a lot of people, suitors the he she would have lot of suitors so here also the, uh, the according to the poet the thing is that ratan sen was not killed by uh, alaudin but by another person called devpal okay okay so th- there is this the uh, so the film doesn't do justice to the story but uh, you know you have to look the story into an epic form and you know, you need to have a very abstract mind of uh, you know uh, when you read this uh, story yeah it's it looks very uh, nuanced and also multi-layered Uh, you just can't uh, take just one layer of it and or one one uh, string of it and say that this is what it is and then yeah it spoils the whole thing yeah i'll give you one example of how abstract you have to be because uh, at one point ratan sen is cr- uh, what happens is he goes to simhal and he sits on a uh, uh, he becomes a yogi and goes there uh, to pursue this love of hers and he sits in a tapasya waiting for her love to come to her uh, come to him so what happens is that he sits in a uh, shiva temple so what yeah. happens is padmavati comes there she uh, she knows that okay this man has come uh, to me he loves me also so what she does is 
she mm. takes the sandalwood paste and writes on his uh, chest that uh, how can i be with you even though you have come to uh, for me and even that i am near you but yet you are in your tapasya that you you don't realize that i'm near you mm. Mm. and yeah. also when he comes to know that uh, about this you know he cries uh, this is in jaisi's terms uh, we know the expression tears of blood right yes yes and blood yes. is something red red is ruby, ruby. so yeah. he 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 cries the tears of rubies is how he you should be very nuanced to understand this poetry and i understand yes yeah yes. and and you need someone like prashtam agarwal who has been uh, there who has been who's a been scholar teaching who's been reading yeah a scholar to tell us what exactly is that you can't just depend on better of uh, being placed in the hands of a scholar yeah, than exactly. a script writer who kind of <laughs> reduces everything to a, a black and white uh, story and then you know stirs yeah. up uh, controversy so you see the dis- uh, another i'll give you an example of how nuanced this is ratan sen also has a wife first wife Okay, so uh, Jaisi, yeah. uh, what do you call fashions the first wife whose name is Nagamati as the woman who who is distressed, who is in distress because her husband has left her and is gone, you know, uh, to pursue someone else. So he shows how uh, the suffering of a woman through Nagamati. And another thing is that when uh, Ratan Sen marries uh, Padmavati and he's coming back to. his uh, what do you call uh, chittor their yeah. ships uh, is met by a storm and it sinks and uh, lakshmi saves padmavati and uh, lord samudra saves uh, ratan sen and they are so happy about that these there is a couple that they bless them with and give them gifts so mm-hmm. among the gifts are five gifts a philosopher stone a tiger mm-hmm. cup uh, and i think a swan a nectar and um i don't know i don't remember something else okay. okay and then when they reach the land they realize that all these gifts are useless so how then they have lost all their possessions in the ship so what can they do so yeah. in that case what happens is lakshmi has given jewels to padmavati in secret and she uses that to they use that uh, jewelry to you know uh, get in uh, soldiers for themselves and proceed towards chitor so it's very it's very nuanced you need to have very open mind and it's it's amazing it's not obviously it's not entirely based on history as you're saying it's a it's a, a, a bit of mythology mixed with history and uh, and i think it should be appreciated more for the beauty of the of the epic and uh, the 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 story the the way it is told rather than you know mm. uh, uh, sort of uh, reducing it to the you know historical Uh, you know, uh, point that the movie raises. This is set in six, uh, what in medieval India, and you have a Sufi man, a Muslim man, writing about yeah. Hindu gods. This idea of India is there in that that story, and we need to. I think everybody should read it. Is what I believe. Wonderful, wonderful. I think you you uh, you sort of uh, put your uh, uh, hands on a on a on a book which is uh, very. interesting and also very important to understanding a bit of history of you know the poetry and uh, the history a bit of history as well it's nice wonderful okay so 
let me talk about the two books. You know, incidentally, there's a connection between uh, the books that we are discussing today, which is uh, uh -huh. love and abuse. You know, oh. on one hand, you have love, you have a bit of forbidden love, you can say. And there is mm -hmm. another, on the other hand, there is something called love and there is an, uh, there is abuse, which a certain, mm -hmm. you know, uh, section of uh, people can't understand, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, especially I'm talking about teenagers, I'm talking about people who are not fully grown into adulthood. Teenage uh, girls, basically, you know, uh, that's, the, that's not the kind of an age when you kind of realize what is love and what is abuse. Uh, the, the reason why I'm talking about it is because uh, I happened to read uh, one of the most controversial uh, books uh, of 2020, which is my Dark Vanessa by uh, Kate, Kate Elizabeth Russell. Um, this book, uh, when this book came in March, I wanted to review it for our uh, Sunday Herald. And I opted to review it. But unfortunately, uh, when I started reading the book, it, it felt so disturbing that I thought uh, I should probably, uh, you know, drop it. I dropped it, actually. I dropped it because that was also the time when we were having the lockdown and... Uh, uh, mm -hmm. Our life was going through such a precipitous change that uh, I thought uh, that's not the right kind of book. Uh, you know, the story is, uh, is about a girl who, who is sort of made to believe by her English teacher that she is very special for him. I mean, uh, the girl has a kind of a double vision about the whole affair, you know, through the through her school days and also uh, when it continues uh, far beyond the school age, you know, uh, when she's in college and right up to the time when, uh, you know, a scandal erupts around this this teacher. You know, I don't want to reveal too much, but uh, but yeah, you know, when you when you read the, na the, the narration, you know, especially when the girls encounters with this. Uh, uh, you know, really, really old man, you know, someone who is, is, who's who's uh, uh, old enough to be her father, you know, is that, uh, you know, this guy actually grooms her and then continues uh, abusing her. Uh, while doing all this, uh, he kind of gives an impression that, uh, you know, he's in love with her and somehow wins her trust. And, and the girl has this, as I told you, she has the, uh, two ideas about this. One is, I think, her uh, intelligent part, the smarter side of her, knows that this is abuse. You know, this guy is actually uh, taking her places where she shouldn't be taken and uh, does things to her, which uh, he shouldn't be doing to her. But in spite of it, uh, you know, uh, she is uh, kind of smitten by the fact that someone is loving her, which is like... Uh, for some reasons, it's very, uh, you know, it's it sort of she's taken up by that. And she's she's only 15, you know, and uh, it's it's quite easy to believe that uh, someone who is an intellectual, someone who is a teacher who reads, uh, you know, this, you know, great authors um, kind of loves her. And uh, the tragic part is, you know, he uses literature as much as, uh, you know, uh, his charm to, to sort of seduce her. And uh, and this goes on until, uh, as I told you, the the scandal erupts when uh, you know it it's found out that uh, he's also kind of behaved badly with other girls. And uh, you know, again, even at that point, he tries to you know win her silence 
and uh, just at a time when you know probably when she is about to reveal uh, 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 you know what happened to her to to, to the outside world uh, she falls silent because of her the loyalty she has for him so it's a very complex book uh, but that the one that kind of tells uh, eloquently about abuse and how uh, you know uh, any society i mean it's it's very surprising that you know we only talk about what happens in indian society but think of uh, what's happening you know in a, in a country like the united states where uh, uh, you know it's very difficult for women to talk outside about the you know the abuses they suffer and then you know um, you know where the awareness about you know protecting teenage girls is like very high but i uh, for some reasons you know you don't find uh, uh, security for them in, in in a school you know um but what has also disturbed me a lot about this book is uh, one of course the fact that you know uh, the kind of societies that we are living in you know I, i'm not saying that we are anyway superior or you know anything like that but you know we are we are what you describe as kind of normal households you know middle class households where uh, abuse of this nature is not quite common maybe because we we have sort of made it a taboo or you know you know if you want to look at it in a positive way it's it's also because we uh, we don't quite come across the abuse of this nature in our uh, society I, i may be wrong here but but i found it pretty disturbing because it was it was you know that this girl is getting abused and you know to live through that experience to to kind of uh, you know have it described on pages was very disturbing to me uh, of course uh, th- there was a uh, controversy that kind of went about uh, when uh, you know the book was published uh there is another author called wendy wendy ortis wendy c ortis and wendy ortis had published yeah. a memoir called excavation uh uh five uh, six years before oh. uh, uh you know uh, my dark venessa appeared and uh, that was a that was more or less the same story absolutely the same story and uh, but wendy's story was real it was something that she had gone through and and she had the courage to come out and write about it this was mind you this was uh, years before the me too movement happened uh and wendy okay. also happens to be a latino and then uh, you know so this Both is this the added burden of the race the- exactly and and imagine someone who is uh, who's kind of uh, fictionalizing something or maybe that's entirely a fiction we don't know whether it is actually drawn from uh, kate's uh, own life or whether it is completely fictionalized but for a fictional account she gets uh, you know this multifigure advance uh, this publicity and so on whereas here was a woman who's really gone through abuse and had the courage to come out and tell uh, who had uh, some kind of a low key uh, publication of her book uh, um, and uh, probably you know not without a uh, without of you know splash or a ripple uh, in 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 social media which is kind of outrageous because you know um uh, i think uh, the publishing um, industry is kind of realizing what has been happening so far because i've been reading uh, 
uh, you know some of the uh, agents and, uh, and 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 even people from inside the industry writing about uh, you know correcting this mistake you know uh, the kind of publicity the kind of favorable uh, you know treatment being given to uh, the caucasian white writers and uh, you know people from the colored and uh, uh, and uh, probably even lgbtq uh, community has been different so far very even people with disability who who have had the courage to write that they're not getting that much from from the whole deal so that was another reason that i kind of yeah. could not uh, i mean i felt i felt a little outraged i didn't want to sort of add to the publicity that this book is uh, already having and uh, mind you kate uh, uh, elizabeth russell spent about 18 years writing this book um, she had had uh, um you know a kind of a positive uh, response after reading her manuscript by uh, none other than stephen king and uh, this is a kind of a, a dream debut i'm not i'm not questioning any of that because uh, an author would use any kind of help you know in the process of publishing something and she has spent 18 years nothing wrong about it but the industry as a whole needs to sort of change that's what i felt when i kind of put down this uh, this book uh, right on the 31st of december by the way so <laughs> um <laughs> yeah it was it was 31st of december when i kind of uh, uh, closed the chapter or closed the whole book on uh, uh, on uh, kate elizabeth russell just in case you are interested you can read uh, wendy ortiz's uh, memoir uh, excavation which is available uh, both as an audible audio book and also uh, uh, on amazon uh, bookstores uh, i i i am very curious to read that but uh, i wanted to just give a break because uh, this is uh, you know mm-hmm. abuse is not a, not a very uh, uh, i'm not saying it's not interesting it's not thrilling but it's definitely you extremely need to have a strong heart to read that e- exactly and and uh, you know when you read such things you kind of come out of it and then look at women with a with a new sense of respect because uh, you remember we discussed devaki jain devaki mm-hmm. jain also yes. had some revelations about uh, you know abuse as a as a kid you know when her, one of her uncles were, was visiting and then uh, he tried to do something to her and you know a uh, couple of uh, her aunts and her mother or, so, or someone who discovers it and then they try to keep her away from her uncle you know mm-hmm. uh, i mean when i kind of realized that uh, probably you know women had gone through it at some stage in their life at least once or twice or probably several times you know you kind of wonder how they put up with this you know uh, they have to lead a normal life i mean they deserve to lead a normal life but you know they are denied because you know they are women so like this is this is uh, quite a tragic uh, sort of a thing and and you kind of make i mean you understand that you know it's it's a very challenging life and you respect them for that mm-hmm. uh, true so i think you can read uh, if anybody who is interested can read uh, my dark venessa excavation and also uh, the brass notebook uh, by devaki jain all of these books uh, talk about uh, especially the brass notebook uh, you know this an extraordinary thing is like she goes beyond all this you know she never allows abuse to sort of uh, uh, you know uh, uh, she she's not 
bogged down by the abuse she just goes out and uh, mm-hmm. becomes a real achiever that that makes it um, you know phenomenal yeah so my second book is uh, a very interesting one i was like uh, i'm part of the you know one of those uh, facebook groups uh, that talks about uh, you know books you know people generally post a lot of uh, either mm-hmm. raving reviews or uh, you know not so wonderful reviews about uh, books and uh, i came across this book called the truth about the harry kubert affair um uh, this okay. is written by a guy called uh, joel dicker joel dicker is switch is from switzerland and uh, i think this book came out originally in french and then uh, i think by 2015 it was translated into english translated. yeah and uh, of course the 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 milieu of the book is the is basically you know uh, america where the book uh, specifically takes place in a uh, in a uh, in a small town uh, um uh, in new new hampshire um and uh, it's mm-hmm. it's basically about uh, this love affair again the forbidden love you know there's this 34 year old author who uh, goes into the small town and then you know he sort of buys a seaside uh, uh, uh you know a house which is kind of outside of the town and then he kind of he wants to write the the book of his life you know uh and this book is also all about writing so that's there's another reason why i kind of found it interesting because uh, it deals with authors it deals with two authors so let me tell you so this is this is uh, the harry kubert guy you know who wants to write and then uh, mm-hmm. when he uh, goes there he falls in love with a uh, 15 year old girl and uh, when he was 34 by the way when this happens in 1975 and then uh, slowly the story moves on um, uh, you know uh, with the, the you know these these two fall in love and they kind of want to elope from the town and uh, they want to kind of uh, go to go across the border to canada uh, to british columbia but finally uh, you know somehow the girl mysteriously disappears uh, on that uh, the day when they choose to uh, elope and mm-hmm. uh, 33 years later uh so he's you know, 60 now that, that yeah means. he's 67 yeah he's 67 uh-huh. and then uh, that was uh, that was when uh, you know in the mid- in the midway through the book uh, he kind of publishes the book uh, which he's in the, the the girl he's inspired by the girl the love affair and he writes uh, a book that becomes really really uh, you know a best seller and also considered mm-hmm. as uh, a, a kind of a seminal work um you mm-hmm. know one of the best works of the uh, of the latter 20th century and he's kind of uh, celebrated as a big author um while this is going on uh, and the town itself is kind of uh, talking about uh, stop talking about the girl's disappearance after a, after some time so 33 years later uh, you know when when the book becomes a best seller and then he's celebrated for it and he writes a few more uh, of his novels uh someone digs up uh Uh, at 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 his backyard and then uh, lo and behold they find the body of the 15 year old girl with the copy of the manuscript that he wrote for her i mean this this particular seminal work the 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 bestseller is actually a, a kind of a tribute of or, or or a celebration of the love affair that he had with her yeah, yeah. so this is kind of a celebration of the of the love affair that they had but 
you know, even eerie, when the love, sorry, isn't it eerie to find the the dead yeah. body of the? Oh my god! <laughs> and then uh, you know, then they they kind of what happens is he teaches uh, this young author called uh, you know he he meanwhile he also becomes uh, an English professor. Mm-hmm. Uh, at a university, a, a close by university, where uh, this Marcus Goldberg, uh, Goldman rather, Marcus Goldman comes to uh, study, and then uh, he gets inspired by uh, Harry Kubert, and then uh, you know he they kind of form a bond between them, like uh, uh, more like Guru Sishya. You can you can more say like father and son. And then uh, mm-hmm. Marcus frequents Harry's house. and when marcus publishes his first book and becomes a it becomes a best seller uh, he gets a pressure from his publisher to write immediately you know otherwise you know he's the publisher threatens that you know he will sort of sue him and you know you know how it goes on in the us it's a big thing you know yeah uh, so he kind of uh, goes to harry's house for uh, inspiration at the seaside house and uh, he stumbles on uh, some pictures and 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 letters and that's how he comes to know about the whole affair and then when this happens a few weeks later they find out the the body you know when uh, 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 harry uh, hires uh, uh, a couple of gardeners to dig up uh, uh, you know his backyard for something uh, they find out the body and then uh, you know everything goes haywire from there uh, but the but marcus is convinced that harry is not the killer Harry hasn't killed uh, uh, the girl. Her name is Nola. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Harry and Nola had an affair. Harry couldn't openly talk about it because of the age difference and the fact that she was uh, she was a teenager, underage girl, and uh, you know he 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 would be it, it would be kind of misinterpreted. So like he wouldn't like to talk about it. That that he understood, and also he knew the man too well to know that he hasn't killed her. okay so what happens after that is the story and of course marcus ends up writing a book about the harry kubert affair that's 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 uh, the second best seller of a story of, within a story a story oh, within a story uh-huh. and uh, a man who kind of uh, runs out of inspiration you know caught up with the writer's block goes to his uh, mentor and then discovers that his mentor is in trouble and then uh, decides to uh rather not decides the circumstances kind of forces him to write about uh, what happens to his mentor and that's how uh, the harry kubert's affair emerges and uh, it has it has a it has interesting plots and subplots you know uh the author very cleverly uses uh, you know uh, nar- narratives by different people you know to sort of uh Uh, uh make us understand how basically you know it's possible to completely misunderstand somebody completely i mean you can uh, it's a kind mm-hmm. of a scary thing for me because uh, imagine how many times we kind of uh, interview people and then take it for granted that what they say is true without probably understanding that what they're saying and what we are looking at could be two different things exactly you know yeah. so you kind of come come across such occasions in this book where uh, uh, marcus kind of goes around the town interviewing uh, you know the classmates of nola one of the classmates of nola who who talks about uh, 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 you know nola's uh, 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 her connections with nola and uh, and stuff like that and then you you kind of uh, 
where he understands something i don't want to again this is a twist so i don't want to give up uh, the the twist but yeah but he writes about it in a totally different way and then he realizes his mistake after uh, you know he writes the whole thing this is a you know this is a 20 hour book but i can tell you that right from the word go wow. you are completely hooked completely completely hooked uh and this is not mm. i wouldn't say that the writing is any uh, uh sensational it's not it's not for the writing it's not like the hemingway or uh, uh you know uh, uh the uh, norman mailer kind of a writing but this is writing of a very clear uh and and uh, you know uh, it's a readers book yeah it's a very te- technically very very excellent book i would say and uh, mm-hmm. i didn't realize it was a translation until uh you know i became so curious that i wanted oh. to search uh on the internet for about the book it, it, it's, it's been translated from french french oh yeah french yeah. and then uh, and then this guy is like uh, you know he, he he i think this was the original publication was in 2012 if i'm not wrong and uh, mm. he's a, he's a swiss national you know mm. and then uh, in in fact uh, i had a problem pronouncing his name joel dicker and joel dicker is basically uh, you know is a french guy so i mm-hmm. i happened to hear a couple of his youtube uh, videos introducing the book um, mm-hmm. you know why i'm telling all this is because uh, there are two ways of looking at it one is when an american writes about an american uh, you know situation you kind of <laughs> understand it so easily it's it's so yeah. straight and so easy whereas when a european guy writes about an american situation you can understand the difference uh, especially in the in the narrative the storytelling technique that's very different and i mm-hmm. find it very fascinating because uh, you know he talks about love he talks about uh, you know the hesitation the the fear the uh, uh, you know there's there are also the competing uh, uh, you know the women who who kind of competing for harry's love you know there's mm-hmm. another character there again i wouldn't like to tell too much about it uh, it's also very nuanced you know uh like how you you spoke about padmavat the uh, the epic mm-hmm. not the mm-hmm. movie padmavat mm-hmm. the epic it's this is like a very nuanced kind of a storytelling uh that kind of doesn't bore you at all after exactly. uh nearly 18 and a half i'm i'm going to almost complete the book just about half an hour left but mm-hmm. i can tell you that uh, you know it keeps you on the tenter hooks okay so it's uh, it's a, it's an emotional roller coaster and also a, a, one of the best uh, stories uh, that i happen to read and it's a it's a it's a nice thing to know that i'm starting uh, 2021 with a with a fantastic book a really fantastic book <laughs> nice so i nice. would say that i'll put this on top of the recommendations of my book uh, it is both entertaining you started your tw- 2021 with a 20 hour long book a 20 20- <laughs> i'm trying to see the numerology here yeah i think uh, uh i mean it's a coincidence so <laughs> i would say yeah. that uh, uh, a 20 hour book in 2021 you know maybe uh, you could read it as uh, uh, you know uh, how you know the book itself is kind of clinging on to the past that happened about yeah, 30 exactly. odd years ago so this is yeah. like you know um, uh, i'm not able to leave 2020 uh, completely behind maybe that's why it's a 20 hour book <laughs> <laughs> so what about your uh, uh, uh tro for the next week sir what do you what do well, you have for next week next week uh, i have a, a book by a ghanaian american writer uh, 
called Ya Gayasi. Uh, okay. Ya Gayasi uh, uh, is one of the uh, you know authors from the the Iowa Writers Program. I don't know whether she has an MFA or mm-hmm. uh, the Writers uh, Workshop, but mm-hmm. uh, Iowa writers are very very um, you know excellent writers in terms of their writing craft. You can say that they are the best in the world. They they have grabbed mm-hmm. all kinds of awards, um, you know and. Uh, their stories are very engaging um, i particularly like uh, a writer from the iowa uh, uh, called uh, uh, robin hemley robin hemley has written uh, 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 really some some best books that i, I happen to read and uh, so this book is called the transcendent okay. kingdom uh-huh. uh, this is uh, uh, a book about a mother who's got uh, mental issues i happen to you know uh, i happen to read uh, uh busfeed uh, books mm-hmm. busfeed mm-hmm. news has got uh, uh, you know this uh, book club and they pick up uh, book of the month i think if i'm not wrong oh. transcendent kingdom is uh, the book of the month for either this month or the previous month i think this month if i'm not wrong so okay. uh, i read the excerpt it really transcends the year actually from january to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true but i read the excerpt and this is like uh, then i realized uh, that this must be uh, the the style was very iowa you know this iowa workshops the style you know uh-huh. then i i looked up for the author and then i wasn't uh, disappointed so uh, so that's going to be my next uh, the book that i'm keeping in waiting and okay i may change my mood i may change my uh, uh, what do you call uh, preferences because i have also have another book by uh this cricket author called jeff lemon uh okay. we spoke about oh. him you know the, there's uh, the book about uh steve smith and uh, you know the ball tampering the ball tampering yeah. controversy that he wrote about in 2019 he, he has written a, a a sort of a sequel about sequel to that book where mm-hmm. uh, he writes about two uh, uh you know uh, outstanding heroes of the 2019 world cup and the the ashes uh, series that followed ashes are basically for uh, the uninitiated the ashes mm-hmm. series are between uh, england and australia the test series between england and australia is called ashes mm-hmm. so the ashes series that followed the world cup uh, these two played a very critical role steve smith as you know uh, you know he came back just just before the world cup uh, into the australian side after serving a a, a sort of a one year ban for his role in the ball tampering controversy it was very very devastating for him because he lost his captaincy and mm-hmm. uh, and also kind of when he realized what he did uh, he was devastated he gave a very teary tearful press conference Interview. on arriving you know yeah, it yeah. was it was pretty yeah. uh, devastating and uh, also david warner but more steve smith because steve smith uh, 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 really it was it he played some of the best uh, innings of his life uh, uh, in the ashes particularly ben uh, stokes as another player from england he also had a, a, a sort of a torrid uh, a couple of years because uh, you know he got uh, caught in a uh, in a uh, in a fracas in a bar and then uh, you know he was uh, i think he wasn't banned but he was out of the squad for a long time uh, and so when he came in you know he had to really do his best of course uh, he was instrumental in uh, in england winning the world cup he was one of the contributors of course uh, the ashes uh, he produced one of the best 
moments of uh, the ashes history i could say because uh, they were 73 runs to win and uh, he just had the last man with them he just had one wicket and uh, and ben stokes uh, 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 scored a, a spectacular century i think it's 139 that he scored and then uh, you know he uh, won the match for england that day uh, they could have lost 73 runs to get and just one wicket they could have lost the match completely but uh, it was a spectacular turnaround from that point and uh, you know so he writes about two achievers and more importantly what i what made me you know pick up the book is because he also talks about uh, you know what sports you know uh, tells us about life so i thought you know that mm-hmm. would be interesting because you know uh, when you talk about sports one of the things that we uh, we do is like how when down and out people kind of pick up themselves and produce some of the best uh, uh, you know records of their lives so that yeah. that kind of spurs us on in life and uh, you know we kind of get inspired inspired by that you know uh, to to sort of set ourselves to achieving uh, something in our lives so that's the reason why mm-hmm. i thought i should pick up that book what about you and uh, my book for the next week is uh, the 100 year war on palestine so it it okay. details the history of uh, uh, the israel palestine conflict and how it grew and uh, what were the peaks and lows and about it so i think it's an interesting book to learn you know uh, about this sort of west asian uh, nation and conflict yeah definitely yeah, the conflict yeah yes yeah, so yes definitely wonderful wonderful so so we have a very interesting week ahead in terms of reading i guess Mm-hmm. and uh, you only hope that uh, our listeners also have something Some, in their tbr yeah. list and if yes, not yes. Uh, we are already offering a lot of books from from this discussion for them to add True. to their tbr exactly i i mean i encourage our listeners to you know give us suggestions and you know make it a more interactive sort of a, a, a thing so uh, yeah let's catch up next week and uh, happy reading to you and yeah. to everybody who's listening yes yes same here sir All right sir take care thank you thank you very much That's all in today's episode tune in this evening on a news update podcast from the newsroom to catch all the exciting developments of the day and to get the news while it's still budding full latest news and updates log on to www.deckenherald.com check out our e-paper at www.deckenheraldepaper.com to read news on the go sign up to our telegram channel t.me/deckenheraldnews keep up with the news from your interested sphere by downloading the all new deckenherald app in which you can personalize have quick glance at news shots check highlights and even listen too you can get it from google play store and apple app store and you can find the links to the same in the description Thank you.